And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to a brand new episode of My Public Life as an American Nerd. I'm your host, Kevin, and today's show, we're going to be talking a lot about reboots, a lot about sequels, and most importantly, we're going to be talking about video game uh, translations to the big screen, the movies, TV, or whatnot, when we really dive into The Last of Us a little bit. And we're going to give our basic thoughts, spoiler-free. We're going to stay away from, from any kind of spoilers or anything. Um, we're really not going to spoil the game either. Um, I'm still going through the game, so uh, we won't be talking too much about that, you know, adding spoilers or anything. Um, I might be talking about, like, what point i'm at in the game and stuff but nothing nothing crazy um but yeah so um joining me today as usual christian how you doing today sir doing good it's good to see you guys yeah very nice to see you and joining us once again is the amazing wonderful super nerdy just super awesome yam yam how's it going how you doing it's going good and i'm doing good happy to be here good I'm, we're happy to have you. It's it's going to be great. Um, so if you guys are listening, um, please, uh, as usual, don't forget to uh, like, to subscribe wherever you're listening to, leave a review. Uh, don't forget to share. Sharing is super, super, super important, especially to us. Um, you know, every ears, any ears we can reach. Uh, you know, if you know someone who might like it, you know, give give it a shot. You know, send it their way. They might actually dig it, and they can share friends, and then just go on and on until we're like number one on the iTunes <laughs> podcast charts. Um, probably never happened, but it's okay. You know, hey, we can try. We, we can, can have dreams. Yeah. We can have goals. We can believe. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, so one thing I did want to bring up uh, just real quick. Uh, so today is the 22nd. We are recording this on Sunday. Um, officially on January 23rd is the official closing date of Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. Wow. Oh, Disney World. Sad. Um, so today, by the time we're recording this, actually, Florida time, the park It'll be pretty late over there. It'll be nine o'clock or something like that. I don't know how late they're open this time of year. Um but yeah, it's closing as of today. We don't have an official closing date for Disneyland's Splash Mountain yet. Um, and of course, they're closing it to make way for Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which is going to be taking up the space where Splash Mountain was. Uh, it's going to be, uh, to be 100% honest, I'm pretty excited for the retheme. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So I think it's going to be really, really cool. Um, I know they also planned at Disneyland to put the um, there's going to they're, they're replacing the French market with the Tiana, um, you know, restaurant, which will be really, really fun, I think. Um, so they're doing a lot of things moving over there at, um, when it comes to Princess and the Frog. So that's pretty cool. New Orleans Square. It makes sense. The movie takes place in New Orleans. So yeah, so go to Disneyland as quickly as you can. Get on it while you can, because we don't know when it's going to close for the original Splash Mountain. Um, they're both, I think, supposed to open with the Tiana retheme 2024, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, get on it. And right now they're doing their 100th um, anniversary as a company. So both parks are celebrating 100 years of Walt Disney. Uh, so rumor is that after that celebration is over, the Disneyland one will be closing. So... Again, no official date, but kind of sad to see. But again, you know, I'm excited for the future, see what it holds, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So, I think the Tiana thing, especially where it's located, I, I, you know, I'm I'm more familiar with the Disneyland, yeah, absolutely, Disney World. Um, but you know, like I heard also, I think one of the the restaurants in New Orleans is going to be changing to a Tiana theme. Yeah, it's the French, well. the French market. Yeah, right. Which totally yeah. makes sense. I think that obviously, like you know, she the the whole movie took place in New Orleans, so I think that would make sense for that to happen too. So I'm I'm honestly excited. You know, it's just it's going to be the same thing as like Haunted Mansion switching to the Guardians thing. I like you know an updated redress and oh the uh, Tower of Terror. Yeah, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, I was like, Which, I didn't hear about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, I do love that. Um, 
like both of them i, I miss the old tower of terror mm-hmm. um but I, I still love like what they did with it with guardians so i think that's really cool um and i'm not attached to what is it the song of the south anyway oh so, yeah no i um, don't think anyone is yeah no. <laughs> that's my favorite disney movie <laughs> i don't think anyone should be no i know no i was gonna ask no. you yeah because i know me and christian have talked about it but have you actually seen song of the south no no and okay I'm, see yeah i didn't know so i didn't know i knew what song of the south was just very very vaguely i've heard of it and then just like if nick had a um you know disney documentary on or something that's right. kind of where i heard it from the first time and then i used to work um i there was a store i worked in where we sold a lot of disney not the disney store we sold a lot of disney gotcha. stuff yeah and people would go there to you know buy their out you know buy their all their their whole dress their their um all their outfits for going to disneyland right we had our regulars we knew who was going to disneyland when all the time and that was it's funny splash mountain turning into tiana's like is it like princess of the frog theme was yeah. actually a conversation me everyone in my store had and all of our customers would have oh yeah for a, huh. yeah for a while and then they announced that they were doing it so every time we saw one of those customers come in it was kind of like a it's happening yeah. <laughs> 100%. we did it yeah so I was having the same conversation with Cassie a little bit ago because we, we, you know, when we used to live in California, we had, you know, season pass holders and stuff. So we'd always go and it was always kind of in the air, right? Like people were like, why don't they just update it already? Nobody knows what Splash Mountain is anymore. And, yeah. you know, and then when they announced it, like people were surprised. It was like, I thought this was something that kind of everyone was talking about and kind of okay with for a while. Like, but now people are like freaking out about it. Um but uh, but yeah, so that's good to hear that it wasn't just us that was hearing all this and yeah. like talking about how cool it would be for that change to happen. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's really neat, and I think um, yeah, I think it's really exciting. And uh, mm-hmm. did you guys sell a lot of splash splash mountain? There wasn't a whole lot of splash mountain merchandise, right? Like not really, because even it was just no. candy at that that shop right next to it. It's just it's like a sweets and bakery, right? It just felt like I didn't know. This is what I originally started to say, and then I derailed. Oh yeah, (laughs) I didn't know what Splash Mountain was about. I didn't know what it was based on. I had no idea Mm. until I went to Disneyland when I was. um, I thought it was in 2017, so I was like, um, and I went with my whole family and my family over who was over from Scotland, so we all went to Disneyland, and so. Um, my two little cousins who were like 11 and 8 at the time were wondering like oh like what's this they see everything's based on a movie right and they're like what's Mm -hmm. this one based on I was like actually don't know let's look it up I I was like you know I think it's just a random log ride actually but it might be it's okay it's really fun you don't want to go down (laughs) that rabbit hole let's let's go to Tomorrowland I was like, let's just let's just stick, just look forward to the big drop. Okay, that's the <laughs> yeah. fun part. Got it. I, I somehow remember. I somehow I vaguely remember seeing it somehow as a kid. Like I, I don't know if it was like a super like bootleg VHS or something. Mm-hmm. It had to have been something because like <laughs> super like like a, like a, a you know I'm used to bootlegs on like DVD, right? Yeah. I'm like you know those kind of Blu-rays, but like VHS, like I. I swear I saw it somehow. Um, but then going back to like check out clips and stuff on YouTube, I'm like, oh God, like, no, I don't think I did. Yeah. Like, and I'm glad I didn't. Uh, Cause there's uh it's pretty, pretty, pretty brutal stuff on there. Um, but you know, the songs that get stuck in your head, especially from the ride zippity doodah and all that stuff. Yeah. Really, really and fun. I mean, I'll miss that song. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll miss the song. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, the the right itself doesn't imply anything, right? You know, exactly. Trouble it's problematic. Also, uh, ter- but the the right itself is terrifying. I mean, a lot it of is. the a lot of the OG right, like the OG rides at, at Disneyland, they're all scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is really it's so it's so weird to me. <laughs> it's really funny. I but mean, like, like Mr. Toad's ride, you the ride ends in hell, you know. Yeah, and they turn up the heat too, and then it's like bye bye. Like you drive yeah. through hell and it's like, okay, get out. That's so like funny. The Snow White, you watch, you watch the witch, you know, spoiler alert, you watch the mm-hmm. witch fall off the cliff. Yeah. And then, and then it's the wedding and you're like, okay, I guess I'm fine. <laughs> this is, is fine. So, 
when I've been a kid like that. And, and even now it still gives me anxiety thinking about the Snow White ride because there's a scene where the witch, she's like looking in the mirror and she's all, oh. you know, and then she turns around and she's like <laughs> scary. I had yeah. nightmares about that as a kid. Even getting on it now, I'm waiting for that quote unquote jump scare because I'm like, I can't handle that right now. I can't handle <laughs> it at all. Um, still terrifying, but that's the thing. It is really dark. Like all the rides are really dark. And I love yeah. I love the end of Splash Mountain when you're about to go down the big hill, mm-hmm. you know, find your mm-hmm. laughing place and all that stuff. Like the the whole idea behind the laughing place, just I don't know why. It's so fascinating to me. I just think it's really cool. But um but yeah, I mean, it is terrifying. It is scary. And that hill is pretty, pretty brutal. And I'm very curious how they're going to incorporate that stuff into the right. Princess and the Frog. You like story-wise. Story-wise. Like, narratively, like, yeah. It's going to be Shadow Man, of course, I hope. Yeah. Fingers oh, yeah. crossed. He's yeah. incredible. Um, but, um, and, and I also don't think it's going to change as much as people think it's going to no. change. You know, you're going to have a, a new story, new animatronics. But, it's but still the right essentially is, yeah. Yeah. How much can they possibly do in exactly. like you know a year? Um, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it, and I will be taking the train ride because there's a little bit of the the train ride that goes around the park where you mm-hmm. can see like into Splash Mountain. So yep. Everybody, Absolutely. I'm sure, will be reporting on updates through there. One hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll definitely keep everyone updated as far as when they're going to be announced a new Disneyland closed date and everything like that. Um, so let's talk about some uh, movie news that came out this week. Um, again, a lot of talks about sequels and remakes and reboots and all this stuff. Uh, the first one that I found pretty interesting, uh, Channing Tatum was talking about uh, his company had secured the rights to the movie Ghost. And there's rumors that Channing Tatum will be starring in a remake of Ghost, of course, taking on the role of Patrick Swayze. Um, you know, Demi Moore was in the original as well. Uh so I don't know about any of your guys' associations with Ghost. I remember seeing it growing up. I remember it being, we somehow, it's very bizarre, and I looked it up, and I'm not crazy. There was a moment in time when McDonald's was selling VHS tapes. Okay. You bought a combo, and you came home with a movie. So they had things like, this was during the 90s. So it was like Wayne's World, Ghost, Naked Gun. Some <laughs> of the most that's so random things. And we... <laughs> We got my, my parents bought Ghost for like five bucks at McDonald's. And this was back when VHS tapes were like, you know, 20, 30 bucks. So yeah. of course you're gonna find a five dollar VHS tape and my parents bought Ghost. Um it's a real thing. It's a bizarre they also sold CDs for a while. They sold it's that's so funny. Oh a whole God. story. Um, but yeah, uh I remember seeing it then and and uh I don't know. Uh are you guys familiar with the movie Ghost? I'm sure you guys have at least heard of it and seen it, uh, you know, a couple times. Yes. yes. I also watched okay. it growing up. Um, <laughs> I had a very weird attachment to that movie. I loved that movie as a child. Yeah. I loved that movie. Um I don't know what it Why was. Why did we all that. watch this as a child? I don't that's uh, not a, it's not a kid's movie. Not no. at all. And the, the <laughs> no. scene where he's getting like taken under like by all the the, the shadow oh, people. It's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, nightmares like Nightmare Central and yeah. um why did we all watch it as kids? That's a very yeah. concerning issue. I think we need to speak to our parents and figure out just what's happening there because somehow we saw it and um but yeah, I mean, I don't know about again like when it comes to remakes and stuff, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that like the original is always going to exist. Right. So like mm-hmm. I could be upset about it or like have my, you know, thoughts about it, but in the end it doesn't really matter because it's not going to take over what was there. Right? right. It's kind of like people freaking out about the new little mermaid, you know, it's like, even if you don't like it, you still have the original little yeah. mermaid to come back just, to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be there. Yeah. If it's you hate it so much, there. just don't watch it. That's yeah. exactly. Watch it. exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And uh, so, what are you guys' thoughts on this ghost remake? I mean, would it be something you're, especially with Channing Tatum, do you think he's got the, the Swayze stagger that he needs? What? I don't like, know if swagger? anyone will really exude the Swayze stagger, but <laughs> Swayze swagger. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's, it, it's fine. At first, it was shocking when I heard it uh, yesterday. And mm-hmm. <laughs> when I heard about it yesterday, I was like, really? Right. Okay. And then I was like, oh, you know what? It's been a while. No one's really, eh, no one's, yeah, it makes sense. With anything yeah. to reboot, I didn't think they would reboot that movie, but I'm happy that it's with Channing Tatum. I yeah. think 
you know, I it just feels right to me. Dude, he's got he's got his uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance coming out soon. So <laughs> good for him. I know. Who would Fantastic. be? No, because right now it's just Channing Tatum, right? Who's? They should still get Whoopi back though. Like Whoopi. Oh, should. they should. Oh, they, they absolutely <laughs> could. They should. They definitely should. I think that would be amazing. Um, so, Christian, what are your thoughts on it? I I, I actually love the idea. You know, I was not uh, for a long time. I was not on the Channing Tatum train. Um, Neither I was thought, I. Well, I thought he was such a bad actor. I saw him in a few things and I'm like, why does anybody hire this guy? Um, And now after like 21 Jump Street and like all of the the comedies he's been doing, put that guy in a lot. Everything. I love him Mm -hmm. now. Like, (laughs) yeah, 21 Jump Street was a thing that sold me on him. 100%. Like I was in the same boat. I mean, until I saw 21 Jump Street and I was like, okay, this dude's he's really funny he's really good like yeah again let's put him in everything like i'm totally he's also like recently been doing a lot of little tiny cameos in in some movies there's one recent one that you guys can watch on netflix i won't say because i don't want to spoil it because that's really fun um when i saw him that was shock (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, same um also free guy he was he had a fun little cameo in free guy too Mm -hmm. um and that was fun so the dude is hilarious and i think like there's actors like him zach efron i think that do really really well in comedy um that are just have a yeah Efron was the same way for me yeah like, I was same. not on the Efron train until um until it was neighbors neighbors was, I think for yeah, me yeah until neighbors mm-hmm. wow I was sold on Zach Efron after the first high school musical I don't know about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I think there's a there's maybe a reason you um, know maybe well no, no. I, I actually I actually did see the first two, I think, high school musicals somehow, some way. It was before I don't remember when those came out, 2007, 2008, I think, like something like that. Yeah. Um yeah. So like, but I was I was kind of like at first I was kind of like, who is this guy? Like, I don't I, I just don't I don't care. He's a good singer. He's a good, you know, he's fun. But like yeah. it wasn't until like neighbors, I was like, all right, this dude's really funny. Like, let's 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 do something with them which yeah. is great um even though i will say high school musical the musical which is on disney plus it's a tv series is freaking mm. hilarious like i love it um ellie watches it my daughter she watches it like like crazy and uh it's 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 actually really funny so check that yeah, out on I've, disney plus if you got it <laughs> yeah i've heard it's very good and i've heard from people that you know who are not Mm-hmm. um ellie's age <laughs> who's not 11 years old <laughs> yeah no for sure it's actually it's actually pretty funny and i i highly highly recommend it um yeah it's really good um the next piece of news i actually found pretty like i wasn't expecting it and i i, I know there's been a lot of back and forth with it over the years um so disney is supposedly moving forward with tron 3 with jared leto starring in in it uh apparently it's been his dream since he was 14 um i see your i see your face uh yeah and we'll we'll talk about that in just one second um but uh pirates of the caribbean 5 the co-director joaquin ronning will be helming the sequel uh it's a little bit shocking seeing how tron legacy did well i I really really loved tron legacy i thought it was great but it didn't do like you know i made 400 400 million on a 170 million dollar budget which is nothing to gawk at, but it's still nothing to nothing right. sequel worthy. Um, so Tron Three has been kind of stalled for a while, uh, but now it's supposedly happening. Uh, it's moving forward with Jared Leto. <laughs> um, so yeah, how do you feel about this news? I don't like Jared Leto. That's how okay. I feel about this news. It no, didn't it's have okay. To be Jared Leto. <laughs> it's okay. No, it didn't have to be Jared. I don't. I need to know why they thought it had to be Jared Leto. It can be because of Morbius. I need to know what he has. <laughs> I need to know. I need. I, I need answers. I need to know why movies keep hiring Jared Leto <laughs> because he's every every time he's in a movie, it's mm-hmm. always like, oh, what is he gonna? How is he going to method act for Tron? That's, <laughs> right. That That's was the true. first yeah. thing I thought. Going of. into the internet. <laughs> He's going to be wearing a helmet like the whole time. I, I haven't watched Tron in years, right? So it's just forgive me. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going <laughs> to get the little, the little discs, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to get the little discs. He's going to, if he doesn't already have a motorcycle, he's going to buy a motorcycle. <laughs> and that's will. the only way he's going to travel. 
Yeah. And then he's going to get into a motorcycle accident because again, this is, this is only the case that he hasn't, he doesn't already have a motorcycle. Sure. He's yeah. going to get into a motorcycle accident. He has a motorcycle. I feel like, like Jared Leto has a motorcycle. Yeah, of course he I does. got one. <laughs> I got one to get into the character for Tron. And I don't, oh my God. It doesn't uh, need to be Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I actually, I actually, um, I actually agree. Like I'm, I'm not, um, I think the dude, he does give some pretty solid performances in a lot of things, but there's so much behind the scenes stuff and so much like every time I see him, I just see like Jared Leto. Like I don't see anyone else anymore. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. really blend into his roles as much as he thinks he does. Um, and, uh, I don't think he's a bad actor, but I, I I'm the, in the same boat. Like, why is Jared Leto doing this movie? Like, what is this movie gonna do that you can't have the the what's his name um, from the from Tron Legacy, the um, main character Flynn's son? Oh yeah, well, um, God, well, I forget what his name is. I forget his name. Like he was oh. he was good. He was decent. Sam like, Flynn. What's that? Yeah. Sam Flynn. Yeah, yeah, Flint, yeah, yeah. Flint, like, so I mean, I, I'm assuming we're not following that storyline anymore, or like, it's gonna be something new. Apparently, this is something mm-hmm. Leto has wanted to do since he was 14. Um, so maybe just his passion, maybe he had a really good pitch for it, maybe he had a good story that they could run with. Um, and maybe it'll probably be like a soft reboot, right? So it'll be like a completely new story told in the world of Tron. Um, but who knows? I mean. You know, it is kind of hard to I don't see what it's going to be. Really hate Jared Leto. Um, I, don't, I, I don't hate him. I, I feel like, unfortunately, though, for like every good performance he has, every couple of good performances he has, there's the Joker. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't even think he was all that bad in Morbius. I think he was just really boring. No, he yeah. And he's also just got this really pretentious air about him, like in real yeah. life, too. Uh, you know, he he started his own cult, like legit. Like, <laughs> check it out. It's scary. Yeah. It's terrifying. 30 seconds to Mars. This whole whatever he's doing over mm-hmm. there. I don't know. But anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, Christian. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, I mean. I did like Tron Legacy. I th- I feel like Tron Legacy introduced like crazy ideas of a man becoming a god, like creating mm-hmm. an actual like autonomy and creating life. And there were like some really deep ideas that they just didn't follow through on. Um, and I would have, but it's like you know, it's Disney. What are they gonna like? Oh, let's talk about this. They're, right. One hundred. Um, yeah. There, there was though an animated series, and I forget what it was called. Like yes, that's actually really good really 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 yeah, good yeah. and the animation was really pretty for like what it was in the time um, absolutely so and that was cool and they they kind of tied that into the to the movie um but yeah i don't know i mean as long as there there's a really specific like feel and look that they gave to the new movie and i hope they mm-hmm. kind of continue that um but i think hopefully like you know there's a lot that they could explore um, absolutely yeah, I think so too. The only kind of thing that bums me out about this one is that Daft Punk will not be doing the score because I felt like the Daft Punk score for it's really, really was... made that movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they're not together. I mean, if they can somehow pull off a miracle and get them to reunite to do a score to Tron, yeah, uh, that would be incredible. Um, speaking of Tron and speaking of Disney news, since we were on the subject earlier, Tron Light Cycle Run at Walt Disney World. <laughs> they are actually making the roller coaster at Walt Disney World will be opening. Uh, wow. They actually have an opening date for April 4th, wow. which wow. finally, right? Yeah. Um, this year? Yeah, this year, oh. April 4th. Um, they've been making jokes about it, about how the kids who were born when it was announced are going to be tall enough to actually get uh, <laughs> um but it is opening finally finally got a really an opening date for that so that should be fun hey if you want some good tron stuff you know go check that out but again we don't know anything about this movie uh we'll see if it even happens to be honest i mean it is announced and it is saying that it's moving forward they have a director but we've seen this happen before um so keep our eyes open and see what happens uh maybe it won't be jerry leto after all and we'll all be you know yeah little, here's little here's for uh, tom holland tom i'm just kidding I'm oh, that'd be good. I mean, you know, <laughs> that would wait that would be great though <laughs> let's start it let's start it hashtag tom holland tron tron tom holland tron three tom, i don't know we'll figure it out but he's in the family so that he's I in the family happen. exactly they exactly. use it for everything else 
yeah. Why not? They use Nathan Drake. I mean, yeah, he's why, why perfect. Make perfect. Run. It's cool. Oh. We're <laughs> we're gonna talk about that today. <laughs> yes we will yeah um and just real quick a couple other things they are making a new naked gun movie um which again you know it's been kind of in the works for a while seth mcfarlane has been kind of he was rumored at one point to be directing it but he's writing it um akiva shaffer akiva shaver i believe his name is from lonely island um he oh, also man. directed rescue rangers and pop star and all these other interesting movies really good movies i love power Rangers, or not power rangers rescue rangers i thought it was hilarious i loved it yeah i liked it too Fantastic. It um anyways he's going to be directing it with liam neeson taking on the role um of frank drebin which was played by leslie nelson in the originals uh, i think it'll be really fun i think um leslie i think um Liam Neeson kind of has this weird, dry humor about him that I don't think he shows off as often as he should because I think he's super funny. Uh, and I think he's going to do really well. I think it's going to be really funny. Uh, so that should be filming this year. Um, and of course, of course, Mathrigan 2.0 is a go. <laughs> Mathrigan. <laughs> um, Megan 2.0, of course, has been announced with how much money the original made this um last couple weeks no surprise ellison williams is coming back um and so that's a, slated to hit 2025 uh so keep an eye out for megan 2.0 if you guys have seen it yet has any of you guys seen it yet yeah did you watch no. megan yeah I haven't oh seen no it this either. is not my this is not my jam so no. <laughs> yeah so i'm definitely not going to watch it but um, just wait till the unrated remember. version comes out <laughs> But yeah. like this movie, this movie is now for the gays. So as part of that community, I'm, I'm very happy for us. One hundred percent, yes. I'm Applause very happy all around. for. I'm very happy for my community. Yeah, that's awesome. We are happy for you. Yes, and please. Yes, that's awesome. So yeah, you'll be getting more Megan. So I think everyone's really excited for that. Um, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Again, I saw it. I had a lot of fun with it. Can't wait. There's been lots of talk about the unrated cut or a rated R version coming to. Um, wait, it wasn't it. rated R. It's not no, rated PG-13. R. No. Okay. Oh my so, god. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's exactly what wait. my. So it was when it was an, when the first trailer came out. It was rated R, um, but then it just took TikTok by storm. Like it became a meme factory. It became oh. a thing, and the studio was like, "All right, well, now we need to. We, we need this thing's going to make money." If we can make it make money. So they had the director go back. They edited it. Recut. PG-13. Crazy. Uh, so it is a P- the, the version you see in theaters. It's PG-13. Um, personally, I, I actually. was that? <laughs> they just took out the F-bombs. Yeah, well, no, they took out the F-bombs. <laughs> what the it's freak? It's not. <laughs> it's not as bloody as, as I'm assuming it could have been. There are scenes where you can totally tell like they were going for something and then they had to completely cut it so there's some stuff that felt a little awkward uh to me it actually worked better in a weird way because i like to let my imagine run wild and Mm -hmm. you know i mean there's i don't mind seeing it but i also was like oh cool so that's what she did in my brain and that's freaking (laughs) horrible that's the worst thing i've ever seen Um, but i know once i see it in the unrated it's not even going to be close um but uh yeah so yeah it's only pg-13 so you guys go check it out yeah i think you're safe i think you're good i think you should go see it in theaters while you have the chance <laughs> i know i might, you know, I might do that this I've, week i think i'll watch it at home that's exactly what my wife said um it's exactly what my wife said that's what uh i took the kids to see it it was a fun family day we all had a blast <laughs> oh uh, you know it's only PG 13. Right. And it's like, it's okay, but we've done, I've, I don't even want to talk about some of the movies I've taken them to see. <laughs> um, listen, I don't force them. I'm like, Hey, you guys want to go watch smile when it comes out? They're like, oh, yes, God. let's go watch smile. Um, and that was actually their idea. So yeah, I, I would say that sounds like something they asked to do. <laughs> it, is, it 100% is. Um, and my daughter's doing a, uh, she she had to do a, a report at school. So she did one, it was on historical figures. So she had to do one person and one kind of like historical kind of um, situation that happened. Um, so for the person, she did Jeffrey Dahmer. And for, <laughs> oh, uh, 
And for the event, <laughs> she's she's doing the conjuring story, like the actual story of the Perone family and stuff like that. Um, and she tells me the other day, she's like, you know, I only do that because of you. I was like, what do you mean? She's <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't like, you know, true crime, serial killers, ghosts. I wouldn't even know what they were. I was like, sorry, I don't know. Um, <laughs> she she listens to some pretty great true crime podcasts, morbid and some other stuff. But anyways, you know, I mean, the point. I love that's that. Kind of I love the, that for her. <laughs> the difference between like their generation. And I mean, like, you know, we grew up on like unsolved mysteries, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. And like, 100%. I think if we had access to like cool podcasts, like your daughter does now, I think we would be doing the same thing at her age too. Absolutely. So absolutely. So good All for right. her. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we're, we're, I'm super stoked for her. I think she's, um, she's, she's, t- she's taken an interest to in journalism lately, which is awesome. She had like a, a, an actual journalist, like talk to her class about journalism and she's been talking about it ever since. I'm like, that's really cool. Nice. That's awesome. So she's, so she's looking into that, which is pretty cool. Um, so let's talk about the, um, the big, uh, the big show that dropped last week, which was The Last of Us, um, the first episode, it came out last Sunday, um, and it freaking tore up HBO's ratings. It did amazing, like, you know, it should. Um, so first, uh, Yam didn't get a chance to see it, um, but Christian, what are your some initial thoughts you had of the episode? Um, I a lot um and good and mostly all good things i think the only real complaint i've had about the first episode is the way it ended i felt like it was a big reveal for you know the crux of what the show is right and right. i felt like it just happened chaotically but I, I i understand now especially like it was supposed to um and it kind of happens a little chaotically in the game too so um it's really cool seeing how like involved neil Druckmann is neil Druckmann's like the original like writer mm-hmm. from naughty dog um and he actually is was a director on the second episode that I was oh, cool. watching. Um, it so I also decided that I was going to re-download everything and replay it while it's going on. So I'm just trying to keep up. Like I'm going to stay like a week ahead on the video game and then, uh, you know, watch it happen. Um, and it's really cool, especially the second episode because man, um, I, and I I think we get a little bit more with Ellie, and I, I really really like her casting, like. Bella Ramsey. I oh think, yeah, I was really, about to, yeah. That was one like, of my biggest praises. I thought she was incredible. Like she totally kind of gets what Ellie's about mm-hmm. um and has like Ellie's spirit and Ellie's attitude and I think that's really fun. Uh Pedro Pascal also like of, first of all of course cuz it's Pedro Pascal mm-hmm. like he's just going to do amazing. Um but yeah, the little attention to detail like all of the the stuff that they kind of hint at like if you're a game player awesome if you if you didn't play the game you're not going to miss anything but it's just like if you're a game player like this is, i can't believe i'm watching this um you know i i think in a minute we're going to talk about like adaptations of video games in general yeah. but like i i think this is like what happens when you have showrunners and writers and actors that really care mm-hmm. about you know like bringing this to to this silver screen and um understand what the this what it's about or at least like you know because this is first of all this isn't the first time we've seen naughty dogs stuff get you know an adaptation um and neil was pretty much involved in that first one too but luckily yeah i but i you know i think last of us is for those people that play video games like it's it's renowned as like one of the best like stories you know Mm -hmm. um in in video game um, not that you know it's the best at, but some people might say that you know what i mean um as far as like really coming with a good narrative um so i i think this if this one wasn't going to make it like you know what kind of hope is there for people translating the other things yeah um, but anyway what are your thoughts no i thought it was fantastic i think it's probably one of the best like hours of television i've seen in a long time an hour and 20 minutes or whatever the first episode was yeah um the again i'm gonna say it without spoiling it but the opening sequence the opening thing was just like it's it's i was wondering how they were going to pull that off right like i was like i i so i'm i'm not a long time i'm a long time admirer of the game but just started playing it myself right because i i recently just got a playstation 5 was able to do so um 
And that opening scene, one of my buddies kept on telling me, he's like, look, he's like, just play the opening. Like, let me know what you think about it. He's like, play the opening. And that's what you'll need to get you hooked. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did. I was destroyed. Like it destroyed me 100%. Um, And the show did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Neither, you know, again, I've been talking about my kids a lot, but we were watching it. Right. And neither one of them knew, like had watched any gameplay or anything. So they had no idea. Um, And then it hits and you're like, someone who had played the game and seeing it again, you're just like, it's just, it's, it, it took, it took it to a whole new level. Um, and I absolutely love that about it. I don't particularly love the situation, obviously, yeah. but the show is done with the most care. I think I've ever seen anyone take with a, with a, um, property like this. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that it's done with a lot of heart and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, so many, so much attention to detail so many little moments it's all the little moments right like if they were gonna just turn this into a movie for example those moments would have been lost with just the action and the zombies and and all that other stuff or the clickers and all that other stuff going on but doing it as a tv show like this you're able to focus on the little moments yeah and that's what i've realized so i'm playing the game now i'm i'm assuming i'm about halfway through well if you without being too specific like where we're, we're 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 getting to the bridge Okay. Okay. So I don't okay. know. I don't know how far we are. I, I have no idea. But I mean, it's it's a it's it's not winter yet. I know that because one of my friends was like, "So it's not winter yet." I was like, "Okay, that's what was." That was okay. Yeah. Um. But if it, it the game is made up of these little moments where I'm, I, honestly, like the gameplay is fine. The gameplay is fun. Like I don't mind the stealth. I don't mind doing all that. But I'm playing it to get to the story, right? Like I'm yeah. honestly, I'm not even playing this game for the gameplay like i want to know what's going i want to know yeah, the story yeah. the relationship and that's what the game's all about yeah um the other stuff almost seems like a it's almost like an interactive movie right where you're just mm-hmm. like watching it you're just getting through you know through these little other things to get to the main plot again i um, oh sorry go keep no going. go ahead yeah no i just i found especially in the second episode without spoiling anything it, mm-hmm. it, i didn't find the first episode that scary there was tension like there are a right. lot of moments, especially in that opening sequence where like things are happening in the background that you're like, oh my God. Um, and mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? They, they kind of build like with what's going ha- to happen in the background. But I think this one, we in the second episode, we really get into like, okay. and I found it more terrifying than the game. Like, I don't know what it was. I thought the game would feel scarier because it's interactive. I'm putting right in that place but like watching it happen to other people i found i'm like i was like behind my sweater like hiding um i I think they they did a really good job on that aspect too because it feels like um but yeah kind of getting to your point troy baker who is the original joel in the game hosts um you know the last of us podcast um and there they did they posted a quick like five minute video on youtube and him just answering questions and somebody asked him like what is last of us about or is Last of Us about zombies? And he was like, yeah. I mean, no. He's like, no. He was like, if I had to summarize the game, it's about two people that love each other. It's about yeah. love. Um, and the lengths that people will go to express that. Like, Absolutely. And I love that. I love that. And I, I'm still in that point of the game. And again, no spoilers, but I'm still at the point of the game where Joel is still learning to accept the situation and what's going on, right? So right. like, you're just in the hotel and some stuff was happening and stuff. And you can tell like he's really starting to warm up to the whole thing right mm-hmm. and that's um my daughter she, ellie she was watching me play and she's like she's like why is he such a jerk i was like well you watch the sh-, you know she saw the first episode of the show so she knows the beginning of it i was like think about that and then think about yeah. where they're at now like what kind of yeah and she understood right she was like oh okay that makes sense um troy baker troy baker right that's his name yeah yeah, I, I, by the way, he's a phenomenal voice. Like Booker, his Booker, one it, of the best. Just yeah, one of the best. Like I yeah. freaking love Booker DeWitt. But yeah, um, but yes, uh, and uh, I, I think the show is fantastic. I think it's wonderfully written. Craig Mazin, he uh, worked a lot. He worked on Chernobyl. Um, it's funny that guy, Craig Mazin. He 
he started out writing all these like spoof, like he wrote like the superhero movie and like the epic movie and like all those really bad, like meet the Spartans. I think it was called oh like, all God. these really bad spoof things. Um, but now he does a writing podcast with John August also. So him and John August are really good friends. Uh, John August, obviously writer of a lot of Tim Burton stuff. So he did mm-hmm. big fish and like just go and all these wonderful movies um, and talk about writing. But anyways, he was talking about writing this and how much, of a deep dive you know he was always a game fan so he loved the game he loved the story and he was talking about that too uh, the game is just a, it's a relationship like it's not about the zombies or the clickers you add that stuff into it to make it more intense but obviously if you don't have the core at the middle with the characters who love each other nobody cares and that's the great thing about the game and the show so far uh and like i said bella ramsey she's just she embodies ellie like no other <laughs> like i know there are and i i hate Listen, all these, again, it's, it's, it happens. And unfortunately it's, it's a part of our lives, which it shouldn't be, but all these trolls are already coming after her online and stuff. And it's like, dude, like watch it and like, just, just enjoy it, man. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, shut the F up. Like it, it's, you're picking, uh, I'm sorry. You know, I, conversation. we, we talked about this a few weeks ago on the pastrami one. I think some of the guys from, um, loyal servants came on and we were talking about specifically this the casting of yeah. last of us and how so many people were upset like oh why did they p- like pick pedro pascal he can't even grow a full beard or like upset that bella ramsey doesn't look like ellie but like i hate when people get mad about casting just pure purely on looks like yeah like that's all it takes for a certain person to get cast if he it, dana just brought this up too l like watching it today bella ramsey actually looks a lot like ashley johnson who plays Ellie in the game. Oh, really? Um, okay. She looks like a younger yeah. Ashley, which is kind of cool to see. Um, so so for those people that are appreciating the the voice actors, maybe they'll appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully. And I think I think she's a wonderful actress and great. she's been she's doing great. great so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have high hopes for the show. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be really something special. And I think um, and this kind of just leads us into our next conversation about adaptations of video games and stuff. Like why, you know, there hasn't really been that special one that that's clicked, right? Like there, I think, I can't even think of one. So for me personally, I think the closest anything has come to kind of capturing the spirit of something and and capturing the vibe of something. And I know a lot of people make fun of it. A lot of people give it crap, but I think the first resident evil movie was really, really close to the source material as close as it could get. Right. Like as far as the setting and the stuff like that. Um, But movies just can't seem to make that. They can't make that leap from video games to any other medium. So like movies, TV or whatnot. Um, So first I I just, what do you guys think about that? Like why, why doesn't it work? Like why have all of these attempts been made? Like let's use Uncharted as an example. Okay. So Yam, did you see Uncharted? I did not see Uncharted. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. We can use it. I do have. I do have thoughts like without an example. Please, yes, um, bring it on. I think it's a lot of it is like, oh, because it's not just video game. It's not just movie adapt- adaptations of video it's, games. I right. think it's just movie thinking this this piece of media did very well. Let me make a movie out of it and it'll be great. But it's like not everything needs to be made into a movie, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, and as you say movie, but The Last of Us is made into a TV show. Um, right. If it's being made into a TV show, I think it automatically has way better chances because you really get to delve into, you can really like get into the nitty gritty of the story. Mm. But Nick and I were talking about this earlier where we, um, was like, he, he was saying this too, where it was like, you, like, it's already, if you're making it into a movie, you don't have to make it into a movie. You're in that way, you're disrespecting the medium it has already been created in because then it's the same thing as making um, a movie you know, make a live action of an animated film. And right. it's like, oh. I, no, we already made it though. Yeah. It's already there. Right. Or like right. making the live so. action, uh, making the live action, um, but, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender, the one that, you know, the bad movie. Um, right. It, they ma- made a live action of a TV show that is already <clears throat> complete and beautiful. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be live action for it to be like met, met by major audiences or quote, be better. It's already been it's already this great thing on its own so like why don't you promote that a little more which they're doing now and it's great 
but it's like I think that's also when you make something to make a movie off of the video game you miss like the essence of the game because mm-hmm. you also have to this is you are going through the story on your on your own you're not going through it like a movie you're playing through the story so you're kind of missing that inherent like personal feeling right. of it you know so uh, yeah those are that's I, I oh, think there are some properties <laughs> that lend themselves really well to like a film adaptation. And I think Last of Us is actually because it, it's it's such a, a specific like one directional narrative. It's not like this open world game where you get to like encounter things whenever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's very um linear. So but mm-hmm. I think when the, like Assassin's Creed, I personally love Assassin's Creed. Right. I, I love the franchise. At least I used to love the franchise. Um, and I just I also think it's the under like people don't know the property as well as they probably should when they're trying to adapt these things. And they think yes. this do- is not going to work on film or this isn't going to work. Um, however, and they they change it. And I, I feel like especially Assassin's Creed, like yeah. trying to make the animus something that was like more visually appealing by putting this big old like arm lever thing yeah. on his back. Like it, it didn't make sense. No, it didn't make sense at all. Okay. And on paper, that should have worked, right? If you look at like the cast of yeah, one hundred percent director, like that, this should have been uh, like easily. This should have been awesome, uh, and it didn't. Um, I, 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 but I don't believe necessarily in the curse because we've had a few movies work. You know what I mean? And like, I liked Detective Pikachu. I thought that was fantastic. Oh yeah, that was. You fun. know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the Super Mario movie that's coming out. I think that's going to be excellent. I even yeah. think the first Sonic was good. Like it yeah. was fun. Yeah, like, the they Sonic captured what they had to do with it. Right. You didn't like Sonic Two? Oh, I, I enjoyed both. I enjoyed both. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> oh no, I felt, I felt like Sonic Two ran a little too long, but that's my own personal little little right. thing. But no, I I really enjoyed the Sonic movies. So I I don't really think of it as there being a curse. I think a while ago. But I think that was the same thing when they were first starting to adapt, like really, really adapt comic book movies. Look at the first X-Men movies. Those are mm-hmm. hunks of shit. Like, I hate those movies. Yeah. And they just weren't trusting the audience to really gravitate towards something that was too close to the. So, like, let's just put them in black leather, like the Matrix. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, giving them their fun, colorful mm-hmm. costumes. And it wasn't until, like, what, 10 years later that finally, like, yeah. we could see people in comic accurate costume so it's just a new genre like hollywood needs to figure out how to do it and hopefully things like the last of us can show us what to do and things like uncharted can show us what not to do absolutely uh, and i think um you brought up assassin's creed and that was actually my perfect example too i only brought up uncharted because it was more recent right um but assassin's creed is a perfect example of them just losing anything that made the game special and trying to do this new thing you know people you know they're like people aren't going to want to watch this two hour epic based during the Spanish inquisition. So we'll have 10 minutes take place during the Spanish inquisition. Unlike the games where they kind of, you know, you have 10, you know, very small percentage of the game is based in modern day. And then the rest of it's in the historical, Um, but they flipped it and obviously it didn't work because that's not what people wanted. Um, And I, I don't mind that they tried to do something different, right? Like as far as the story. So like something set in the Spanish Inquisition in Assassin's Creed could be amazing. Like, yeah, do that for your movie. That's awesome. But give me that historical stuff. Give me the assassin yeah. stuff. Give me yeah. the stuff that makes the game special. Um, and they totally lost sight of that. And even, you know, like Laura Croft over here. Like, I think, I, I think she's yeah. prime for a movie and I don't, understand why they can't get someone like laura croft right right like it, she's such an she's she's an incredible character and the stories especially through the new games the new trilogy are incredible like there's so much stuff there and they did make that move that, that movie a few years ago with uh alicia vikander mm-hmm. and i thought she was incredible as laura i thought she was amazing i thought she the casting was spot on um but then they did this thing where they, I, again, okay, this is going to sound, you know, nitpicky, but like, there's a difference between like, you know, people want something that's close to the game, close enough, but they don't want something that's an exact play by play of it. Right. So it's like, while I'm watching this new Tomb Raider movie, it was almost too 
genuine i mean too um too much of a, just a remake right of the game where i was just like okay i can play that at home you know like i can do all these things and then there was a twist with all the other stuff which i didn't really care much about with their dad and stuff but um but yeah i don't i don't understand it um i think there is that the interactive element too right like you're in it you're playing it you're yeah. taking you're in the moments with these characters you're making these things happen and i think a lot of that gets lost and i'm assassin's creed tomb raider and bioshock are my three like main oh, right like God, God, could you... incredible um and i feel like you can't so i know there's a bioshock tv series coming on on netflix uh is it a movie or, or a tv i can't remember if it's a tv show i hope it's a series awesome francis lawrence is directing it okay. I know that, which i'm pretty sure it'll be a movie then okay. um so I have a funny perspective on the Bioshock games. So I feel like the first two can be adapted perfectly, right? I mean, not perfectly, but good enough to where mm. they still work and make sense. Infinite, on the other hand, Infinite feels untouchable. What's up, Yim? It's a movie. Is it a movie? Okay, okay. Movie. Um, so, I mean, I think it could work, but I think, it, it, you know, Infinite, I still want the Gore Verbinski Bioshock movie, but that's a whole other thing. Um Infinite is untouchable because of the story itself. Like it's a the story solid, right? It's right there, but you know they're they're gonna mess it up somehow. Like there's no way you can get those intricacies and that the little moments in that game and and it be successful on the big screen unless you get someone who's truly truly really cares about the franchise. Um, but also part of that, a big part of that, are the reveals, the surprises, and being in it yourself, right? Like you're seeing all these things play out firsthand. And I don't think you can replicate that experience on the screen. Um, the first two Bioshocks, I love them, but you can, you know, you can you can play within that world, right? Like yeah. You can play within Which that. Which is super box. interesting. Super interesting yeah. sandbox. I think, I, I agree with you. I think Infinite has the, the depth. I think it takes you understanding well, like the first two games, but then like mm -hmm. being willing to like go on this crazy kind of meta journey, Um and, and I don't know that I think that just only works in that medium. You know what I mean? Because because it it's a lot of it. It's about choice, you know, and the choices that you make. Um, so how how is that going to translate to something? Yeah. And that's literally the whole point of the game, right? Like you right. pick the bird in the cage or yeah. out of the cage, you know, like that's the whole thing. And like right. it's all about choices. Um, which I think is is the the big appeal for like all games, and I think that's the 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 link that you know Yam was talking about, like the difficult thing of translating something so interactive to something that you're just passively, you know, enjoying. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I I would love that. I put Bioshock Infinite in probably my top five of all time. Oh, easy. It's games. honestly, I yeah. put it. It's my number one favorite game of all time. Like I yeah. played it. I played it on every system it's been out on. Yeah. I'm actually replaying it again, like for like yeah. the fifth time. Like it's one of those games that's just so, just so good. Like it's, it's absolutely incredible and the setting and um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely insane. Um, what is, without all that being said, I'm super excited for Super Mario Brothers this year. I think yes. it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, mm -hmm. um, but what is your guys' favorite video game adaptation turned into a movie? So it could be like a really bad movie, but you just love it for some reason. Or it could be it's actually good and you really enjoy it. Do you guys have one? Do you guys have a favorite like video game adaptation that you guys can watch again and, and not torture yourself with it? I don't think I've ever thought of it that specifically. No, I mean, you mentioned, right. mentioned, you mentioned, you mentioned that. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I would say that I love that movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. So it's good. great. Yeah, I, I I always tell Nick that if I um if I could have like my starter Pokemon, my first Pokemon, my little guy would be a Cubone. I love Cubones, and so in the movie when his friends like, yo, there's a Cubone over there, go get it. I'm like, <laughs> nice. you get that Cubone. That should be me. That should be me there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We'll get them one day. We'll get them one day. Um, I'll get them one day. <laughs> uh, Christian, what about you? Um, I mean, I do love Detective Pikachu. I haven't seen the Sonic movies, um, actually. So, I mean, I'm sure I, I would really enjoy them. Um, but I, I got to say, and maybe it's just too fresh in my head, but I, I, I first of all, just love The Last of Us. 
Uh, oh, Witcher. That's a really good, like, uh, so far, oh, I, I enjoy yeah. The Witcher. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that that's more of, like, a book adaptation than than the video game mm-hmm. adaptation anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would probably say just because I love the source material and I, I like what they're doing. I know we're only, like, an episode and a half into it. I'm, I'm going to go with The Last of Us because it's just... I'm on the hype train, man. I'm on it. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. No, so I'm I'm with uh, both of you guys. Both of those are great, but my all-time favorite. It's a horrible movie, and I, I, it is nostalgia 100. But I still remember sitting in the theater in 1995, sitting down to watch Mortal Kombat Mortal on the big screen, and you hear that Mortal Kombat go over the speakers, and I was in like I was a teenage, I was 15 years old. Like Mortal Kombat was the thing, yeah, and it was the most incredible experience I'd ever had in a movie theater up till that point. Um, so I have a really I have a soft spot for that movie, especially the Johnny Cage Scorpion uh, battle in the middle of the woods. It's corny, it's bad, but it's, I I kind of feel like it was made corny and bad on purpose. You know, I don't think a lot of that is time. I think a lot of it was, they were doing that on the spot. It was a video game movie. They weren't taking it too seriously. They were just having fun. And that's what we came up with. So. Mortal Kombat is gold. Um, me and my, co- there's there's this part where Sub-Zero kind of enters and he comes oh, yeah. walk, walking down the stairs and he does this like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like me and my cousins for years, every time we had to walk downstairs, we would do the <laughs> do the wiggle, the little wiggle thing that he would do. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Um, but yes, yeah, so we'll see if um, you know if all these you know if they can nail it going forward. You know, hopefully we don't get another 1991 Super Mario Brothers movie because um, that no. was a thing that happened. And- yeah, as much as I love John Leguizamo, and as much as Ooh, I love, uh, he's perfect. The other guy, what's the other what's guy's that? name? He's perfect. Oh, like he's perfect. Oh, like was almost. Oh, like I, I love the pest. Not even gonna lie. I think yeah, the pest is one of the greatest, funniest movies of all time. Yam, have you seen it. um the menu yet? No, I watch haven't watched it. it yet. Just watch it. I know. I keep getting TikToks of it, and I'll bookmark it. I have a, I have a save for it. later. I have a save for later section in my bookmark, so I save yeah. for later and I scroll past, and I still like it, so I can still get them later on. Yeah, I have I have a whole a whole system, but I know <laughs> I know I need to watch it. You need to yeah. watch it. Have yeah, you guys you watched should. Chef? Did you guys see Chef? Yes, love that movie too. Yes, yeah, Chef is freaking incredible. John mm. Leguizamo again. Like, yeah, again is is just uh, that's one of everything. Nick's favorite movies. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it makes it's, you so hungry, dude. Like I can't watch it unless I've eaten because like if I watch it if I haven't eaten I'll be that's one of I'm like the easiest now, movies that hungry. yeah. You can just Cubano. easily rewatch that movie over and over again. It's just such an enjoyable, yeah. like fun, happy movie. Um, yeah, yeah, it's super positive. Like mm-hmm. it's super. Yeah, no, that's what I love about it too. It's super fun to watch. Like, Something about cooking so movies, I, Ratatouille too. Yeah, Ratatouille. Yeah. 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 So I watched Chef for the first time last year. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, so I'm glad you did. Though, him, so. Watching him tweet that, I was like, yeah, good. Like go off on him and then (laughs) i realized later he's like he was confused i was like oh this is like 2010 (laughs) this makes more sense (laughs) um super unrelated i finally watched Encanto. um oh really i finally i have not seen Encanto. i mm, probably unpopular opinion i didn't Uh, i didn't really like it um, you can right, we don't have to talk now. about this anymore. You can yeah. end. <laughs> I, 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 we don't talk muse, about Christian. The music was fantastic. I just feel like the story was really thin. Like mm-hmm. it was like this house is magic. Its magic is going away. We got to figure it out. Like, which is fine. It's a which is fine. Movie. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I was expecting so much. Like, and I shouldn't be comparing it to Coco because I adore Coco. Like I yeah. absolutely adore that movie. Yeah, and I, I, I know like one's one's like Mexican, one's Colombian, and it's like two right. cultures. Um, but I did like it. The characters were a lot of fun. Like some of them um were really funny. John Leguizamo, again, um was really, really good. Um we're talking movie- about him too much for Nick to not be here. <laughs> well, I know. We'll have to bring it up again when he's here because yeah. John Leguizamo's awesome. And we can yeah. talk about so- it. We can do a whole podcast on John Leguizamo. Like we can, yeah, we'll talk easy. about Bruno. Uh, I'll get him. I'm, we're gonna get him, John. If you're listening, Mr. Leguizamo. John, <laughs> please. To you. My partner is your biggest fan. Yeah. 
come on over. Um, but no, Christian, understandable. Again, we all have our, you know, I didn't opinions, hate it. You know, some are bad opinions, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely joking. It wasn't it's frozen. It's okay if you don't oh, understand so. a very understandable movie. That's okay. <laughs> No, I got it. I, I get it. No, I get it. I've, I've actually heard quite a bit about, you know, people just didn't really connect with it or like, you know, whatever the reason. And again, you know, it's movies. It's everyone has, yeah. you know, their opinions. There stuff. are movies that I love that nobody, like I love Brave oh, same. and like everybody hates on Brave, but I'm like, man, that's Who hates oh, on Brave. Brave? Is I, I believe I had a lot of students that were like, that movie sucked. And I'm like, you're Brave stupid. You, I fail you. Um, yeah. I love Brave. Brave is my favorite. That you. was my favorite. It's a good one. Up there, I have. I collect pins. I collect a lot of pins. Oh, I yeah. have a whole pin board just for just for my girl Merida. Yeah. I actually yeah. have. That's one of my cosplays. I have my dress. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Right now. Nice. Yeah. I'll be shooting for my own heart. Like this yeah. Movie. No, I love Brave. I think Brave is fantastic. Yeah. Like I've gotten was... pushback about Brave too, and I'm like, what are you guys? What? Like Brave is freaking incredible. Like it's. Oh, I love Brave. It's I, so good. And I, I, I saw people like, are... It's just like the, it's, it's, that's also a movie just like in Encanto. It's like a movie about like the different generations. Yeah. So what you, you know, but the, you know, cause in Encanto, in Encanto you have the, you have, um you know, the grandmother and then the mother and then all the children. Right. And, and Brave, you know, it's just her mom, herself and her, her mom, mom, but just yeah. like the difference of like what mm. their family did at the time, like what they did at the time and like all the kids, they're like, yeah, we actually don't, want to get married mm-hmm. um but like we'll still like be fine we're still allies <laughs> there's no problem there <laughs> right and then especially yeah. the specific between her and her mom like that's such a in the relationship that's so it's so good I yeah love it. fantastic yeah. and i i remember we were at disneyland a couple years ago a few years ago and we were there and you know Merida was out and she was doing her thing and like nobody was waiting in line to see her I was like, "What is wrong her? with you people?" So of course yeah. we got our running over there. there. Yeah, uh, yeah we, last time was... I was when I was there last year, I was looking. I was on the lookout. For oh her. yeah, she was incredible. Like she was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> again, a whole podcast dedicated to Brave. I'm totally down. Yes, can, that um, would be easy. <laughs> easy to do. But uh, now it's time to uh, we just move on to our weekly recommend. So, what are you guys watching, playing, doing? What is something that you think people should go do, read, watch, play, whatever, right now? Christian, you want to uh, I'm going to stick with Last of Us. Last of Us okay. is really good. Episode two is fantastic. Um, I'm going to finish it. I think I have like 10 minutes left on it. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm replaying the game. Um, also, White Lotus, again, still throw that Gosh, out there. I've heard so many good things about White Lotus. That show is it's so good. It's so <laughs> good. Um, it's, I'm in uh, kind of Aubrey Plaza mode because she just hosted SNL and she was fantastic. Yeah. It was really, really yeah. funny. Um, and then yeah watching white lotus so i i'm like that's another thing that i would recommend also uh mando season three starts in a week yeah it does yep february 1st is it doing two episode uh premiere i hope so i'm in i'm in yeah um so yeah i'm really excited for that too awesome what about you em you got anything you don't have to if you don't have anything. I would say nothing new this week, but I would say everyone should watch Doom Patrol. Also on HBO, okay. Doom Patrol is one of my favorite shows. Um, it's great. And Nick and I haven't watched this new season yet, but um, uh, we haven't watched the new season yet, but we we will. Of course, we're just, we're just, I think we're basically, at this point, we're just going to wait for the season to end if it hasn't already. But Doom Patrol is one of those shows. We watched it. The first episode came out. And we were hooked immediately. It was we watched it when it was on the DC app. Oh no! Oh, cool. Yeah. So favorite show, and I was like, we need to watch that. So everyone should watch Doom Patrol. It's great. I have my little. I'm a Robot Man tattoo right here. Oh, that is so cool. Got him right here for the rest of my life. I love him. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Christian, I'm with you. Uh, The Last of Us. Go watch it. Um. And I also recommend, highly, highly, highly recommend going to Disney Plus and watching Encanto as quickly as you can. Um, If you have not seen it. And Brave, Um, too. No, but um, but yeah, that's what I got, too, this week. Um, So yeah, check out The Last of Us. Check out Doom Patrol. It's all on HBO. You know, it's all in one place. So definitely check out all that. So White Lotus as well. Yes. I, yeah. All, all on HBO. HBO. Yep. Let's get WB in here, man. They need to be. I know. You know they could promote us. They can. Uh, they could be our sponsors. I'd be cool with that. Um. All right, guys. Well, that's our show. Um. 
So uh, also this week, uh, so this comes out on Wednesday. So yesterday, the Oscar nominations were announced. So we will definitely be talking about that on next week's show. Um, So we'll see what made it, what didn't make it. uh, If there was any surprises or anything like that, we'll definitely let you guys know. Um, But again, by the time you listen to this, they have already been announced. So we'll see how it went. Keep our fingers crossed for some for some good things. Um, and again, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, um, leave comments, leave reviews, all that fun stuff. We like to hear from you guys. Um, you can definitely check us out on our social media. You can check me out, Kevin underscore Hoskinson on Twitter, um, also on Facebook, Instagram, um, MySpace, whatever else. Uh, Christian, um, what was your handle again? And where they, I know they Christian can find you Nicorda. Just Christian Nacorda. I'm the Christian. only one that matters. You are the only one that matters. <laughs> and Yam, what was your art, uh, art page again? On Instagram? oh, you know what? I ch- I changed it from the last time I mentioned oh. it. Yeah, so it was. You can still find it if you look up the space market. It's still the same, but the handle has changed to uh, Yamithium. Yamithium. Yeah, me theme. Yeah, it's like but, uh, it. Nick, my friend gave me that nickname like a year ago, and I've used it for everything since. But nice. I changed it because yeah, yeah. So yeah, me theme, the space market. That's where you can find my art that I will be posting because Kevin, you inspired me to start posting more stuff again. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you are going to be posting more stuff. I love to see more of your artwork. Uh, Christian, same thing, man. Like your artwork's incredible. You both. I'm surrounded by like incredible artists. I need to become an artist because you guys inspire you are me an artist. We're all every day artists. to uh, to do my art. Uh, I haven't done art since I was a wee lad, but yeah. you know, it'll happen again. But you guys are amazing. Um, and as always, to you guys listening, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. It's super, super crazy out there. Be good people, man. Be happy. Be, uh, you know, supportive. Uh, just be, you know be you but be awesome and that's what we so we hope for you guys so uh thank you guys so much and as always stay nerdy nerdy